Welcome to the Plainfield Christian Church Podcast. We hope that the message today encourages you. Today's podcast comes from our weekly Facebook Live broadcast called Weekday Chat. To tune in live and interact with us online, join us during your lunch on Facebook, Wednesdays at noon. Enjoy today's podcast. Hello and welcome to a snowy weekday chat, mm-hmm. last one of 2020 actually, so we're glad you've taken some time to be with us. My name's Kyle. And my name's Steve, and we're always kind of a privilege for you to tune in, and we invite you to send any questions or comments you have and yeah. share yeah. with us. We just we just appreciate you even uh, hearing what we have to chat about, That's right. and we like touching base with you, so thanks for thanks for tuning in. Hey, speaking of comments, please, we would like to hear from you. Would you make a comment right now? What is your fa- one of your favorite Christmas movies? And it's a hard question. You just say, what is your favorite? Not for me. It's not hard for me. Okay, so well, let's go, go to Steve. Go, no, go ahead. What is it? What's your favorite? Me? Yeah. I don't like Christmas movies. You don't like Christmas movies? No, I movies. try. I really try, you know? People talk about, they, oh, why yeah. Christmas? Oh, I just can't do it. <laughs> and if I, ha- if I had to be, if I was tortured to pick mm-hmm. one, right. I'd probably pick a Christmas story because it's my era, you know, that kid, that's kind of where I grew up. And so Uh I relate to that. And it seemed, it's a comedy that feels natural to life, Mm -hmm. not forced. I don't like forced, stupid inane things. You know, and I don't like gushing things. I certainly don't like Hallmark Channel. So, Man. how about... Yeah. I know I'm being hey, harsh. I'm throwing some blows today. <laughs> what so, about um, you? Yeah. Uh, you know, I, I think it's a hard question because we, we have several that, you know, me and my family like okay. to watch. Um, but, you know, Christmas stories up there. Uh, I'm going to land on... I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say Elf. Elf. Uh, we just get pretty good laughter out of that one as a, as a whole family so i see clips yeah. of it sometimes yeah. it's okay it's all right yeah. you know but yeah anyway and my wife and I love a White Christmas. So for you fans out there, I'll balance oh, the conversation. I just majorly offended you. No, it's okay. I? No, you did. <laughs> it's all good. All right. All good, so, so Sunday, uh, Luke preached about Joseph's uh, view of Christmas yes. from, from his perspective, and I. It was such a great message for me to hear, and he talked about how mm-hmm. how Joseph was a model for sacrifice and obedience. Yeah. And putting myself in his place, I mean, it really was challenging to think about what Joseph dealt with and what kind of man he was, that he was both a just man. Mm-hmm. He knew that he had a right to see that Mary was even stoned according to law since she was pregnant, but he was also merciful at the same time, such a picture yeah. of God himself, who is a just God, but does not want to treat us as our sins deserve. Mm-hmm but is merciful toward us. And then, you know, he, at the end, he, t- he talked about how Joseph was such a great model, even for Jesus to look at, and, and not that he needed a model, but still to be under his, his parentage, his step-parentage, so to speak. But then James, Jesus' brother, mm-hmm. writes about the very things that he would have learned from Joseph, the father. And Luke closed by talking about two different men 
and their descendants and how it played out. One man devoted to the Lord and not devoted to the Lord, and then the fallout from that. Man, that was a striking illustration at the end. Yeah. And it made me want to just evaluate my own life to make sure, am I investing even in my grandkids like oh, I should? Exactly. Yeah. To make sure right. that, you know, they follow the same kind of path and things. Yes. Yeah. Well, I mean, like you said, I mean, Joseph's just a, a great picture of father, yes. of what a man it is to follow God. But <laughs> right. two things, obeying and sacrifice are, is what it was so evident yes. that, that he did. So, Steve, we live in a culture where it's pretty easy to say, oh, yeah, I'm a Christian. You know, people just, I think, yeah. say that pretty cheaply, right? Because what? if you're a good person, yeah. you're a Christian person. So how would you say, I mean, like, so what really marks a Christian, a follower of God? Well, I, I mean, it, it sounds almost too simplistic, but it's all about bringing the Lord into every sphere of your life. It's about considering every decision with him in place. It's, mm-hmm. it's about <clears throat> res- responding to any situation in a God-honoring fashion mm-hmm. a- as if Jesus is standing right next to you. Mm-hmm. If we could picture that all the time, and he's our model, mm-hmm. it-, it would shape everything, our language, oh, yeah what we read, what we watch, how we, how we interact with people, how we worship. I mean, mm-hmm. every, there's not one area that he doesn't touch. Yeah. And one of the challenges I think we have all the time is not living this life of dichotomy between the secular and the sacred. And I've addressed that before, mm-hmm. but that, that, that is a faulty way of doing our lives. Yeah. It's bringing everything into agreement to mm-hmm. the spirit of Jesus and everything that we do, right? Oh, yeah. Isn't that crazy, though? Like, so many people. It, it, well, I shouldn't say people. I, I know I've been there. It's so easy, though, to fall into the, like, sacred, secular Oh, living. yeah. You I want to compartmentalize like, it. Yeah, yeah. It's so, it's just, yeah. But we can't. We can't. It's, yeah. it's all. So, I know when, when I think about it, again, like you said, not to be simplistic, but there, there's a... Uh, a prophet named Micah in Micah six eight, just three simple things: mm-hmm. love, mercy, act justly, walk humbly. Um, and when I think about those three things marking a follower of of Jesus, um, a worshiper of God, right. I, I I just I'm grateful to God that He's that clear and that it is that simple. I mean, seriously, look at just what our country in 2020 has experienced and just insert those three facts. If, if everyone just lived according to that, love mercy, yes. act justly yes. and walk humbly, this world can really spin pretty beautifully. That's right. And, and that's, that's what God's about. And, and that's what's so frustrating when the Bible gets such a bad rap or Christianity does. Because, again, insert those three things and tell me you don't want to live in that world, you know? Um, so it's Yeah, just... I, I think we could get so stressed out mm-hmm. to check all these boxes. I'm doing this, 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 and this. Right. It's, it's not like that. It's, mm-hmm. what, if, what if you had a marriage like that? Right. A home like that where you just had Ten Commandments of your home. We're going to live this way. Mark these off. We've done that. That'd be a terrible way to live. And I think so many believers live this rule-based yes. life right. instead of a relationship-based yes. life. Right. And it's so freeing. 
when you just let your relationship with God shape you mm-hmm. and be real. Yeah, you know? absolutely. So, in our obedience, we were challenged about our obedience. Oh, yeah. Things get in the way. You know, it's sometimes it's just hard mm-hmm. to obey. Yeah. What's the problem? Well, <laughs> yes. I For me, I'm just going to go straight yeah. to me. The three biggest problems for me in obeying God would be my fear, my insecurities, and my just self-will, my selfishness. If, if I'm stumbling or, 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 or having a difficult time in obeying God or sacrificing something for God, as I survey my life, it's usually going to fall into one of those three categories. I'm just, I don't, I don't really feel like I'm equipped to do something. I feel insecure or I'm just, just scared to do it. What's, what's the, you know, I have a family or I have a wife or I have, you know, like, and, and there's just fear. Um, but then just selfish, you know, I'm a, I can just be downright selfish, you know, like God, you don't know what you're talking about. I, I'm the one living. I know my my current circumstances, and this is the best way forward. So I don't see that in you. I'm, but I'm saying, if I'm if I'm not obeying God, then it's stemming from one of those three things. You. you see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like that's what would make me. And I think I think a lot of people would fall into that of like, why don't you obey God? Well, I'm insecure, or I'm fearful, or. You know, I'm just hanging saying, around you is you? a lot like hanging around Jesus. I feel. <laughs> I know. Well, that's, yeah, you, know. you have a lot of things together. No, Kyle. Well, man. Well, I, what about you? I mean, like, I what have do you three think? things too. Okay. Me, myself, and I. Yeah. Okay. You know, yeah. I mean, really, every Christmas. Mm-hmm. This is the last of the year. We're talking about Christmas. Let me right. tell you one of my worst stories in ministry. <laughs> I was ta- I was taken by a transcendent about 15 years ago. And I mean, he really took me. I, I bought in hook, line, and sinker, and uh, he took me for a ride. And, you know, man, I put up a barrier. Mm-hmm. About a month later, I get this call on Christmas Eve. It's snowing badly outside. A guy calls me from the exit needing help. And, man, I'd just been burned. Mm-hmm. And he told me he's related to a former preacher here. And so I called, man, I made some phone calls to check on him. So oh, I don't, they said, no, that, no, he, no, he didn't have relatives like that. This, I think this isn't true. So I did nothing about it. Two weeks after Christmas, I get a letter from somebody he knew and said, you know, my, my uh, uncle used to be preacher at that church. And I was so... I led my friend there knowing he would get help there, and I was so disappointed that you didn't help him. I was absolutely crushed, and I still, after all these years, Mm -hmm. I still carry that with me Mm -hmm. of how I let self, I let a bad experience, I let uh, the, the spirit of Christmas Eve... I say spirit of Christmas right. Eve, no, the demand yeah. of Christmas Eve mm-hmm. to get in the way. It was pure self. That's, that's just what it was. Yeah. And I, I had to confess that sin. Of course, I wrote the lady back and deeply apologized. And mm-hmm. it, it was a brutal thing on my heart. Yeah. And I still, I'd like to say ever since then, man, I've been so good. Mm-hmm. But I haven't. Mm-hmm. I still see me get in the way mm-hmm. when the spirit is prompting me to do something mm-hmm. I have a plan. I have an agenda. This is my schedule. This mm-hmm. is my calendar. Mm-hmm. And when I'm prompted, 
in something that's outside that, mm-hmm. I still find myself saying no to those promptings after all these years. Yeah. And I should know better by now. Yeah. But it's, it's myself gets in the way. Yeah. I do better, but I'm still not where I need to be, I know. The past is dangerous. You know what I mean? Like it can grip us. So, so yeah. yeah. I mean, that might be some of what you guys would say. Like my past, my past prohibits me from being obedient to God because I've been, you know, like an experience. Yeah. Like you just said, man. That's. I hope I didn't already tell that story. Now, sometimes it, now I think maybe I told <laughs> no. it, but that's no. how much it's always it's on my mind well, this yeah. time of year. No, know? right, right, all right. So. Well, Here's, so God in this story, you know, with, with Jacob, we can kind of throw it to us like God isn't just asking us to sacrifice anything. He's, he's asking us to sacrifice for the right things. What are some good things that we sacrifice for, but what are some unhealthy things that we sacrifice for? What's Well, I, I, I guess I want to answer a little differently. I would say anything good that we sacrifice can also be bad. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm, kind of, I'm kind of twisting it, I guess. I, I, you know, for instance, sacrificing money is a good thing. Mm-hmm. But I want to make sure I'm sacrificing my money to the things that have eternal purposes. Mm-hmm. You know, that, that's going to invest. Jesus said, lay up, lay up for yourselves treasures in heaven mm-hmm. where, where moth and rust don't don't corrode and thieves can't break in and steal. And so I want to make sure if I'm giving money that it has that in view in mm-hmm. some way, touches that. Yeah. Now, obviously, if I give money to the point of irresponsibility, then that becomes a bad sacrifice no matter what it's for. Yep. Right? Yep. Um, I, can, I can give my, my service uh, to some really good causes. Mm-hmm. But if it's not making eternal significance, mm-hmm. is that really one I want to give to? It, it, it may right. not be the best thing. Right. Because we have to sacrifice the good for the best yeah. so often, right? Right. Um, but, but even in the context of faith, if I serve to the point that I am, I am neglecting my family, oh, yeah. right. then it becomes exactly. a, an unhealthy sacrifice. Right. I can do that with just about anything. In preaching, mm-hmm. you know, I have fallen in the past, in my earlier years of preaching, I was more concerned about what people thought of my sermon than what God thought of it. Mm. And I had to grow through that because then that became a very fleshly thing instead of a God-honoring thing. So my Mm. sacrifice was for me Mm -hmm. instead of for God. Mm -hmm. So it's all very, it can all get tangled, right? Oh, yeah. And we have to untangle what we do with these things and Mm -hmm. make them sincere and of the spirit and Mm -hmm. devoted to God. But ultimately, whatever we sacrifice, we want it to touch eternity. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Amen. How about you? Yeah, I, you know, I, this... I thought of quickly of, you know, the story of Jacob and Esau, you know, uh, that Esau, you know, sacrificed his birthright for a bowl of stew. Yes. You know what I mean? And so then in Matthew, when you're reading through the genealogy of Jesus, you know, you, you don't see Esau's name, you yes. know, you, you see, and you just think like, man. And you it know? could have been there. Yeah, right. You think like, I, this is what I sacrificed. I, I sacrificed that for the, for the present when, you know, but the other way is no sacrifice this 
for the future. And so then I just think of the, the story of um, Bezalel in Exodus when he's, he's, uh, God's given all these people these gifts mm-hmm. and talents to build the tabernacle. Mm-hmm. And then it says when uh, Bezalel called forth the people, it says the people who were willing to come worked on the tabernacle. Yes. Meaning there were people who were gifted, talented, capable, able, who wanted to just sit on their bums and be comfortable. Or not willing. Yeah, and not be a part of where the church was headed in the future. You know what I'm saying? Yes, exactly. And and it's just such a call to us of like, what is our sacrifice? Are are we sacrificing the future, you know, of the church to be comfortable? You know, sometimes, or am I... Am I, no, I'm going to sacrifice. God's given me this ability. I want to pour it out. I want to utilize it. I want to pour in the next generation. And, you know, you know yeah, that, the, the hard that's part, the difference. Yes, then the hard part is there's lots of good things. Mm-hmm. But, but if it, it's not about shaping for eternity. Right. You know, you, you can pour yourself into your kids and mm-hmm. be involved in things, but we're not guiding them spiritually yep. and we lose them. Right. What was the point of all that right. involvement if yeah. we weren't pointing them toward the Lord? And okay. that's got to be lived out. It's got to be demonstrated. Yeah. Well, mm. what I love about this whole Christmas story and our, our walk through this December is it's just it's leading us to have these conversations and thoughts. And this Sunday will be n- no different. Um, if you're available to, to join us, we'd love to have you. Thursday night, Steve will be giving us uh, the sermon this week, and we're going to have from Mary's view. And right. so she went on a donkey, but more important than that, there was a something happening in something her heart happening at the same time. Yeah. So we're looking forward to hearing Steve unpack that for us. So again, Thursday night at seven here or Sunday morning, eight, nine thirty and eleven. And you can always watch it online at mypcc.info. Again, we want you to have a safe Merry Christmas. We hope that you and your family are being able to have some conversations about the story of Jesus. Have a Merry Christmas. We'll see you. Thanks for joining us. Thank you for listening to the podcast today. It's our desire for you to grow in your understanding of Christ's love as you partner with us in our mission to love all people to new life in Christ. If you have any questions about our church or would like to plan a visit with us, go to plainfieldchristian.com. If you would like to receive our podcast every week, we encourage you to subscribe to the Plainfield Christian Church podcast on whatever podcasting platform you prefer. Have a great week.